morning. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. If you want to find out more about us, just go to the old website, drpatlive.com, drpatlive.com. Don't put the little period after the dr because then that, I think that takes you to some other website that you probably don't want to be on. I don't know what it is. It's like a weird thing. Uh, but just go to drpatlive.com. Oh, we are continuing to give things away. I don't know where we are with the CD, but we've got Dr. Edward Oh, we're Moser. done. We're done. So thank you. Yes. Dr. Edward Moser joining us here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Wellness Natural Pet Food for bringing him on where true wellness begins. We are going to talk about your pet's food and we're going to talk about the products. We're going to talk about the ingredients. We're going to talk about the allergies and we're giving away. I got to double check because this is always like blows me away. What 10 callers again, we're doing the 10 thing. 10 folks will receive a $50 uh, worth of vouchers for wellness, natural pet food for pets. And of course, we'll take your questions. But Dr. Edward Moser joining us here today, board certified veterinarian, um, vetter, er, I, how, why don't I do that? Say that word, right? Uh, 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 what is it? I'm just going to say it's that. Those tricky words, I say know? that. Yeah, All right. Nutrition is Dr. Edward Moser. He was a smash hit on the show last time he was on. He's a consultant and he is someone that's going to answer our questions. I have to dedicate this show to my previous dog, Travis. Yes, Travis, my collie, had him for 13 years. But I will tell you, this show, he's up in the heavens, thanks to Joy, probably is, you know, talk to your animals, Joy. Up in the heavens, and he's saying, finally, you're going to talk about why food was such a problem for me. <laughs> but I didn't have Dr. Edward with me. Dr. Edward, thank you. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be here to talk about pet food. I am so glad to talk about pet food. And I really am not joking about Travis because, honestly, I did not know, and I don't think any of us really knew what was going on with our pet food. But I will tell you, this is a dog that would go for five to eight days without eating his food. And none, and all of us, we just didn't know what was happening. I want to start this conversation about pet food in general. What has happened to this industry well, I think what we've seen is that people um, who own dogs and cats have in the last 10 or 15 years become more and more interested in what it is that they're feeding their pets. And I think it goes back to them buying into the concept that their uh, health care practitioners have been preaching to them for years is that you are what you eat, and if you eat better, you're going to feel and look better. Mm-hmm. So they're relating that to their pets, and what they're seeing is, indeed, that's true. One of the things we are so uneducated about is what's happening in the food that we we provide. And the reason I'm asking this question is for for a lot of reasons. One, we it's our obligation as pet owners to get really more educated. Um, and there is a gift to, I think, sort of the kind of what's happened over the past year or two with some of the exposés on pet food. And honestly, our dogs and our, our pets really know. I mean, Travis knew that there was something in his pet food that he didn't like and something he was allergic to. But I want to ask you, from an ingredient point of view, what are those things we should look out for, and what sets wellness, uh, you know, and I want to talk about this, wellness natural pet food apart? One of the things that you always need to look at is, is the ingredient list of, 
of the pet food um, that you're feeding. And I like to stress the fact that wellness is a good example of a food who's really started out with the concept of there's certain things we don't want to put in the food, certain ingredients we don't want in there, simply because we know that there have been problems in the past with that food. So before we even start, let's just just omit them. And so what wellness has is a rather comprehensive uh, no and no list, which are things that um, they just decided at the beginning of their uh, uh, idea of the food, just decided not to, to put in there. So there'd be things like animal byproducts, corn, soy, wheat, artificial flavors, artificial colors, artificial preservatives, all those things just were not included. And what we were left with was finding ingredients that um, in the number one spot, which remember the number one spot in the pet food is what's added in the most amount by weight. So the first ingredient is what's added the most in that pet food, and then it descends by addition. Um, what you want to look for in a, a pet food that's for dogs and cats is one that has um, that supplies fish or animal protein in the number one or number two spot. We know that that uh, cats are true carnivores, and they really need attention to making sure we have products of animal origin in their diets or they don't do well. Um, dogs are omnivores. They can eat a lot of things, but they tend to um, thrive on diets that have abundant animal proteins in them. So we need to look at those ingredient lists and evaluate them and make sure that we understand them, that there's not things in there that you read and you think, what could that be? I want to, uh, we have a caller calling in and has a question about food for her dog. Um, and I want to make sure we get the question because I think it's going to get right to the issue that you're talking about. You know, honestly, let's just talk a minute about corn. And because I did a whole like show about this, about humans, we have forgotten that when we see corn, corn syrup, corn starch, corn, whatever in our own food for human beings, Really, that is really not something that most people can really digest and do well with, yet we don't know that. And so you're giving us an idea of what we need to look at and look at the ingredients. And part of the conversation is about understanding some of these ingredients that are almost in like a foreign language. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So is it the same for our pet food? I mean, if there is this like scientific whatever that name is, shouldn't we be equally aware Yes, and, and what you'll find is, for instance, on the wellness website, they have, which is uh, wellnesspetfood.com, there's an ingredient dictionary on there. So when you read the ingredients on the label and you say, what could that be? You can click right on to their uh, dictionary, um, ingredient dictionary section and find out what it is that you're, you're reading about. We have, um, I think we should go to the phones, Benny. Let's get Jackie and see if we can get her call uh, for us. Sure, Jackie from Kenmore. Jackie, welcome to the show. What's your question? Hi, thank you. Hi, Jackie. Hi. Hi, Dr. Pat. My question is, um, I usually give my dogs, I have a small miniature schnauzer, I usually give them the dry dog food, but occasionally if I have leftovers, like um, a little bit of the uh, small cooked peas or cooked carrots, somebody told me it's okay to give your dog vegetables. If you eat them, your dog could eat them, but I'm... Kernel corn, they just, it goes right through them when they go to the bathroom. I noticed they just can't digest it. 
That's what I'm talking about. It, it goes That's right through, and it's not chewed up at all. It's just whole kernel well, corn. Let's, <laughs> let's ask Dr. Moser about this, because when the holidays come around, it's not just us. It's everybody in the family yeah. all of a sudden wants to sit the dog at the table and give the dog everything. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Edward, please address this issue, because, I mean, you know, this really talks to exactly what you're saying. Is it an allergy for Jackie? What is it? Well, what we have is a, a huge complex of, of problems in dogs, and we lump them under the name of adverse reaction to food. Mm-hmm. And that includes things like food allergies, food intolerances, and that kind of thing. We lump them together because it's, dif- it's, it's difficult to differentiate them from, from one another. But basically what we have are two separate um, clinical pictures when we have a dog who has an adverse reaction to a food. One would be um, a skin problem, and the skin problem is usually manifested by itchiness. So the dog has severe itchiness. And what you do when you look at the dog is you notice that the face, around the eyes, around the mouth, um, on the paws, on the belly, and around the rectum is often inflamed and red and maybe even hot to the touch. Um, the second clinical picture you might see either with or without the first one are mild gastrointestinal signs. And generally what you see there is some intermittent vomiting, intermittent soft stool. It might not be full-blown diarrhea, but it's, it's soft stool. You'll see uh, gas. The dog will be gassy. Um, and you'll often, when they lay next to you on the couch, you'll hear their stomach growling. It's called borborygmus. And what you're hearing is there's movement of material in the gastrointestinal tract. So basically, when you have an adverse reaction to food, you're either going to see it in the skin or in the gastrointestinal tract or maybe a little bit of both mixed together. Mm-hmm. That makes you think, huh, there may be something that I'm feeding my dog which is causing this this pet to have these discomforts, and then you need to look at the label or look at what you're adding to the food you're feeding and say which of these ingredients might be causing the problem and eliminate those ingredients. Wow. You know, let's take a short break because, uh, Jackie, you can chat with Dr. Edward during the break. When we come back, we're going to share more about the wellness pet food, why the history of wellness is so important. And we're going to talk more about ingredients and what to be on the lookout for. We're giving away 10 callers, $50 gift certificate, gift voucher, 1-800-930-2819. And, Jackie, make sure we have your information. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, Maca Magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit MacaRoot.com. That's M-A-C-A Root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Is it possible to change your physical destiny in just one hour without suffering or willpower? Cat James says yes. Hear what transformed Cat and others as you jumpstart your own freedom from the boot camp body and beauty myths with pioneering experts and real-life stories. 
Cat will get you off the merry-go-round so you can get serious about self-transformation. Are you ready to be transformed? Catch the Cat James Show Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific on the Dr. Pat Show Network. Visit thecatjamesshow.com. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress, and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit StressDetective.net. Now is the time for you to create the life you want to live. Tap into unlimited possibilities and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, your personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series, Step Into Your Full Greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. With the eye of an artist, the heart of a poet, and the brilliance of a scientist, I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. I'll tell you what the secret didn't tell you, which myths hold you back, and what hidden talents and skills you need to thrive in these challenging times. I'll help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now is the time to get to where you really want to be, and I'm here to help you get there. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness on the Dr. Pat Show and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. So glad to be talking with Dr. Edward Moser. You should have been listening to the conversation we had during break. We're going to share part of that. But what we want to be able to do is make sure that you have the information you need to make informed decisions around pet food. And that's why we've invited Wellness Pet Food to join us uh, in our campaign to make sure that what you're providing for your pets is nutritional, and that you understand that that we're talking about 100% human-grade dog biscuits and gourmet. I mean, we're talking human-grade. And I think that Wellness Pet Food is one of the, the few companies out there that's willing to put their information on the table. But more importantly, we needed to get Dr. Edward to join us here today to break some of this down so we know what to do for the holiday season. If you go to wellnesspetfood.com, wellnesspetfood.com. You're going to find a lot of information. Today, we're going to give you the short version. Thank you, Dr. Edward, for joining us here today. Let's talk a bit about the history, but let's also, if you don't mind, help us understand how to make informed decisions about pet food. Well, one of the interesting things we talked about over the break, I'm going to, I'll share with, with the listeners because I think it is important. And it, it, it addresses why when I look at a label on a dry food and a canned food, are the guaranteed analyses so different? Yeah. 
And I'll give you an example of a, a dry food. You look at the guaranteed analysis, and you'll see a crude protein level um, of somewhere between 20 and 35%. Um, if you look at a canned food, it'll be somewhere between 5 and 8 or 9%. And you say, gee, shouldn't they be the same since they're both meant to, to feed dogs? The difference is that the um, the the analysis numbers are given um, as they are fed. So that means with the water in the product. If you'll notice that the moisture of the product is listed on the bag or can, and yep. on a, a dry food, the moisture content is less than 10%. Right. On a canned food, it's somewhere between 75 and maybe up to 82%. I just read that. I read that, and I'm not going to mention the name of the pet food, but 82%, yes. So, so typically in pouches, for instance, they have a very high content of water. And so what you're seeing is that the guaranteed analysis uh, is diluted with water, and that's why the, the can and the dry are so different. Now, Another very important thing to look at on a pet food label, and this ties into the biggest problem we have feeding dogs and cats today in this country, which is overweight pets. Mm, right. Um, there's now a voluntary program where companies can put on the bag or can how many calories there are per cup or per can of food. So let's just say that... Um, you have a 10-pound a, a dog, and you're trying to decide, how much should I be feeding this dog? Right. Well, where do you start, Dr. Pat? I don't know. Honestly, I don't. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, figuring this out is very much like figuring out how many calories you should eat for yourself. You know, first you have to weigh yourself. So everybody looks at their dog and say, says, my dog weighs 10 pounds, but let's put them all on a scale and make sure that that's how much they weigh. Because, as you know, the amount of food they need is based on their body weight. Right. So the first thing we need to do is take our dog, if it's a, a big dog especially, take it to the vet. They have a walk-on scale. Get them to help you weigh the dog. From there, you can calculate how many calories the dog needs. So I'll give you some examples. A 10-pound dog needs about 350 uh, calories of, of food energy per day. A 30-pound dog needs about 800 and a 50-pound dog needs about 1,150 calories of, of uh, food energy per day. Wow. Yeah. That's a, wow. That's, yeah, so compare that to, you know, what you're consuming. Right. Well, Travis, honestly, yeah. Uh, you know, I had a full collie uh, in the 50, 60-pound range. That's a lot of calories. That's, 1100, that's about 1,150 calories. So mm. then what you need to do is go to the bag or the can or the website mm -hmm. and find out how many calories are in a cup or a can of food. So a typical cup of dry food might be 400, let's say, 400 calories per 8-ounce cup of food. That's about the right amount for a 10-pound dog, a little bit more. So maybe three-quarters of a cup would be more appropriate. A typical 12, let's say a 12 and a half ounce can of food is around 450 calories um, per can. A three-ounce can of cat food is usually around 100 or 110 calories. So owners really need to come to grips with how many calories are in these dry and canned foods they're feeding mm -hmm. 
so that they're not, as, as many do, they're not overfed. I have to ask you a question because this is really what we're talking about when we talk about wellness pet food. Um, if when I go to the wellness pet food, and I did this way before I, you know, you all were invited to come on the show, I went to their website and I was, I was so blown away by wh- how you all list everything. And then I went to a couple of other websites and I couldn't really find the ingredients online. I felt, I found the guaranteed analysis. For example, when I looked at the guaranteed analysis for just one of the wellness pet food products, right? The protein amount was by far almost doubled what it was in the best cat other kind of cat food I could find. But more importantly, you list everything. I mean, one of the things you say is deboned chicken is like the first ingredient on the thing I'm looking at. Right. And and that's really what you the kind of investigation you need to do. And when you see a thing like deboned chicken as the first ingredient, what you're, what you're sure of is that they're getting anim- a source of animal protein, which is pretty much the same kind of animal protein you get. It's muscle meat, mm-hmm. um, which is when, when the, an ingredient is called chicken on a label, it means it's skeletal muscle meat, which is the same thing that you or I would buy. Right. It's not the byproducts that go along right. with it. It's actually muscle meat. Right. Okay. So, you know, what I want to do is make sure that we give the information to our listeners. Uh, Benny, do we have a quick question? We do. Let's uh, grab Sylvia before we end the show here. Sylvia has a question about her cats when they're getting sick. So let's see if we can help Sylvia This is a good question because this is around food. Sylvia, thank you. Hi. um, Thanks for taking my call. Um, I was wondering if um, wellness makes a a food for cats that are sick. Um, Mm. I usually feed them A and D mm-hmm. when they don't want to eat, and often it's the only thing that they will eat. Well, it depends um, what's, what's wrong with them, but when cats um, are not feeling well, and as long as they don't have a disease that causes them to have an adverse um, reaction from protein, I will go mm-hmm. with the wellness core, which is C-O-R-E, which is a high-protein, grain-free diet. Yes, tends to be mm-hmm. very palatable, and we know that when cats are not themselves, they're not feeling well, they often mm-hmm. uh, they metabolize protein and fat very well, and less so uh, the carbohydrates. So what I would tend to do in sick cats, if they don't have a uh, you know, renal disease or liver disease, which causes mm-hmm. us to need to limit the protein intake, I'd recommend using Wellness Core for the cat, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a canned and a dry uh, available. Yeah, and what I want to do, Sylvia, is please go to the website because when you look up wellnesspetfood.com, take a look at what they say stays out. Think about this for a minute. Their, their stay out list is no meat byproducts, no corn, no soy, no artificial preservatives. This is for cats. No wheat, no added sugar, no artificial flavors, colors, or dyes. Wow, that's great. I know. Animals don't need all that stuff in there anyway. Well, um, would you eat that stuff? No. Well, there you um, go. <laughs> I've, I've wanted to feed my cats a raw food diet, but um, mm. it seems really hard to do, and I, I don't even know where to start. But well, my, a friend told me about this kind of food, and it's great. I just happened upon your show, and yep. you're talking about cat food. Well, you're going to get a gift certificate as well. So go to Wellness Pet Food right there. It says try our new core. Dr. Edward, what's your personal message in closing for the show today? My personal message was the one that I missed giving last time is that please, please, please 
Know him, how much you should feed your pet. If your pet's overweight, start tomorrow. Weigh the pet and start reducing the food intake. Get the animal in good shape, yep. good body condition, and it will live longer. Absolutely. It saved my dog. Th- Dr. Edward Mosen, I want to thank Wellness Pet Food right now. $50 gift certificates. You talk about paying it forward. Check it out, wellnesspetfood.com. And we're hoping Dr. Edward would come back for a full hour sometime. We'll be right back with the show. Oh, 